Hi everybody, thank you so much for checking out our podcast. If you'd like to know more about us or connect with us, then please do go to our church website and we would love to get to know you some more. Here's today's message. We hope it blesses you, encourages and inspires you. Last week we started a new series thinking about how we see Jesus break through into people's breaking points. Often when uh, life gets on top of us, it can feel like we are at our own personal breaking point. But the good news is that it's in those moments where Jesus has a, a, a tendency to show up and to break through and to make a difference and bring his hope into the hopelessness and despair of which we are facing. So today, we are going to look at Mark chapter 1 and verses 40 to 45 together. Um, if you would like to use the sermon notes, please do remember they'll be available in the sermon hub. Um, you can go there, grab a copy and um, use that for your own personal reflections and in your home groups as well as we uh, continue to reflect and go deeper into God's word together. Um, if you don't have a Bible, the words will pop up on the screen, but let's listen to God's word together now as we uh, listen to these words from uh, Mark chapter 1, starting at verse 40. A man with leprosy came to him, that is Jesus, and begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go to show uh, and show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. As we come to consider God's word together, let's pray that uh, God would speak to us and reveal more of himself to us this morning. Father God, it is good to be together. It is good to be reminded and to, to, of your word and to hear your word and to hear of who you are. And Lord, as we think about this passage together now, would you reveal more of who you are to us? May you give us all hope. May you bring all bless us with the gift of your life. By the power of your spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. This year, it has been amazing to see how people have actively sought to love and care and be kind to each other in the midst of this pandemic that we are still in. I'm sure that all of us over the last year can think of times where someone has offered to help us in one way or another. Maybe they uh, have, 
many of us will have also been offering to actively help other people over the last year too. I love that in the midst of the first wave of the pandemic, people from across our community and many of you from within our church as well were willing to love and care and support our community through the mutual aid group that we were asked to organise. I know that uh, many of you have been willing to pick up the phone and speak to people who might be isolated in their home over the last year. I know that many of you have gone out and done the shopping for people who have been unable to get out and do what they're, they're shopping for themselves. I know that some of you have gone out and walked dogs for people who have had to isolate and so many other things as well. Over the past year, we have seen the kindness of people. And of course, that kindness hasn't just been seen over the past year. I'm sure all of us can think of times and have our own stories where people's kindness has impacted and transformed our lives in one way or another. Today we see in this passage the heart and the kindness of Jesus. But this was kindness and compassion unlike any other. Jesus meets a man who is at breaking point. He comes to Jesus and begs him on his knees. But in the his moment of crisis, in his breaking point, the love and transformation of Jesus breaks through and transforms his life. A man who was in desperate need of help had his life transformed by Jesus. Jesus specialises in transformation. He gives hope to the helpless or to the hopeless and life to those in the midst of despair. He did it to this man 2,000 years ago and he's still doing it today. So we're going to spend some time together looking at this passage and thinking about how what it reveals about how we can continue to experience the transformation of Jesus in our lives today. This passage is full of emotion. And the first thing we hear about is the desperate faith of the man with leprosy. Jesus has just been going throughout the whole region of Galilee, preaching and driving out demons when this man approaches him. But as this man approaches Jesus, he doesn't just come and see what all the fuss is about. He doesn't come along to see what the cool things are happening that he's heard about along the way. Instead, he comes to Jesus on his knees and he begs for Jesus to intervene in his life. To add a bit of context here, we're told that this man had leprosy. Leprosy was not necessarily the same medical condition that many of us will know of today. At this time, leprosy was a more general term that was used for a wide range of skin conditions. But the one thing we do know it for sure is how this man would have been treated as a result of his condition. 
people with leprosy were isolated and segregated from the community. Often they were forced to live outside of the city, away from people. People were not interested in the welfare and the well-being of this man. It was a case of if they're out of sight, we can put them out of our mind and not have to worry about them. Not only was he isolated from people, but he was also isolated from God. People with leprosy were considered ceremonially unclean. And so they were unable to go to the temple and worship and meet with God. This man was also clearly hurt. His statement to Jesus is telling as he begs for Jesus to heal him. If you are willing, he says, you can make me clean. He had no doubts about Jesus's ability to heal him, but he questioned Jesus's willingness to heal him. No one else cared about him, so why should Jesus? Just take a moment to reflect on that statement. Jesus, I know you can do this, but I don't know if you want to. When we're at our lowest and when life gets on top of us, we can easily feel helpless and like the whole world is against us, like no one really wants to help us. And this is true for this man and we can all understand why. People didn't want him. The temple didn't want him. So why should Jesus be any different? This morning, if you are feeling hopeless and full of despair, if you are at breaking point, please don't let the world's view of you define how Jesus sees you. The world might see you as poor and with little to give, but Jesus sees you as rich and with plenty of potential. The world might think you are simply forgettable, but Jesus thinks that you are precious and unique. When life gets tough, it takes its toll and it affects how we perceive all areas of our lives. But please don't let the perception of this world affect the way that you see Jesus. This man might have ban been banned from the temple, but he didn't need to go to the temple to encounter God anymore. Instead, he walked right up to Jesus, the son of God, and shared his heart with him and asked him to break into his life and give him hope and life once again. Despite this man's desperation for hope. Despite his isolation, his hurts and his doubts, he still keeps his faith and he puts his trust in Jesus. You can make me clean, he pleads. You can make me clean. In all that life had thrown at him, this man still saw Jesus 
for who he was and he put his faith in him confident that he was able to make the difference that he was able to break through I don't know about you but I find this hugely challenging when the storms and challenges of life come when we are at our breaking points do we still have the same level of faith and confidence in who we see Jesus to be when we feel hopeless do we continue to put our hope and our trust in Jesus and know that he is able to help Jesus is more than able to bring transformation into the darkest and most hopeless of situations so may we follow his example or the example of this man and put our faith and our trust in him that at all times we might be confident and sure that he can do it for he can do all things Jesus can do all things but is he willing to intervene the good news of course is of, is that of course Jesus is willing to intervene and to break through into our lives as this man approaches we see the um, his emotion flowing out of his desperation but we also encounter the emotion of Jesus in this passage the reading that we heard this morning said that Jesus was indignant and that as this man asked whether he was willing to help but other versions have also translated this as Jesus being filled with compassion for this man now this morning I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of biblical translations but these words are both full of emotion Jesus was indignant not not with the man himself for coming and interrupting his time but for the horrific situation in which he found himself Jesus was at the formation of the world and he looked at the world we're told in Genesis and he said that it was good and now he sees the broken desperate man stood before him and he must be wondering where did it all go wrong I think when we realize that perspective we can all understand Jesus's indignation similarly Jesus was full of compassion this man had come to him and asked him for help and Jesus saw the peril and the hurt and the pain before him and Jesus understood the desperation that he faced and had compassion for him Jesus is emotional and he's emotional about you he cares for you he wants the best for you this man had been building uh, had been blinded to the nature of Jesus 
And Jesus was indignant that anyone could cast doubt on whether he was willing to intervene, whether he was able to do anything but have compassion and love as he encountered the desperation and need of those he came into contact with. So how did Jesus respond? Well, ultimately, he healed him. He restored him physically. His skin condition was no more. He also restored him socially. He could no long, he, he could integrate again with society. And Jesus healed him spiritually. No longer was he ceremonially unclean, but he could go to the temple. He could worship and encounter God once more. But I want to focus this morning on what Jesus did before he healed this man. Firstly, we're told he touched him. He touched him. This was a hugely significant and shocking thing to do for anyone who was watching Jesus have this conversation with this leper. Anyone with leprosy was considered untouchable. And as this man questions whether Jesus was willing to heal him, Jesus reaches out a hand and touches the person that was considered untouchable. Again, let's just pause and consider this for a moment. Jesus touched the untouchable. The man who was not good enough or clean enough to be allowed into the temple to encounter God, not only spoke to Jesus, but was touched by the Son of God. There is nothing that Jesus would not do for you. There is nowhere that Jesus would not go for you. And he proves this in the most spectacular way by going to the cross for you. Jesus went to the cross to bring transformation and hope into our world again. Jesus had seen the world fall. He'd seen that which was good when he created it and made it become a place of such pain and brokenness and desperation like that which he encountered in this man. And ultimately the reason that it had all gone wrong, the reason that all this brokenness had entered into the world was because of us, because of our humanity, our brokenness and our sinfulness all contributing to the fall of this perfect world. But as he went to the cross, Jesus did two things. Firstly, he took the burden of our sins and our brokenness and our mess, and he took that upon his shoulders that we might all be free. And then having taken that burden upon himself, Jesus then gave hope. He started the restoration project of the world that our broken, desperate world might once again be restored to the place that he first saw, a world that is 
good. This morning, however you are feeling, please know that you are loved by Jesus. There is nowhere that he will not go for you and he would love to reach out to you this morning. You are not untouchable. You are loved. Even when you're at your breaking point, even when all hope seems to have gone, Jesus loves you. Not only is he able, but he is willing. Finally, let's consider the elephant in the room. At the end of this passage, why did Jesus tell this man to be quiet and not tell anyone what he had done? Surely this was a good thing. Surely Jesus wanted this man to go out and sing his praises and tell the whole world what Jesus had done for him that they might be able to encounter this too. Clever people have come up with lots of clever thoughts on why Jesus said this to this man this morning. And we don't have time to go into the detail of these today. Um, But as many of you know, I'm, I'm a simple guy. And so let me try and just take a summary, a simple outlook of this today. And I encourage you, if you want to do some more, to get in touch and I'll give you some more reading that you can do to find out some of the more complicated details around it. But... Ultimately, this all boils down to the fact that no one can truly know why Jesus told this man to be quiet. There are some really good practical, logical reasons for it. Um, but ultimately, Jesus, uh, we, um, but ultimately, he is Jesus and we are not. And we can't fully understand Jesus's mind and what's in his plan and why he wanted this man to not go and tell everyone. Jesus has the authority to heal and transform life of of people who are in desperate need. So there's a certain extent that we just need to trust and obey him. Of course, this man was delighted to be healed and wanted to praise and worship Jesus for how he had broken through when he was at his breaking point. And Jesus doesn't dampen his worship. Let me just be clear about that. In fact, Jesus actually encourages his worship. He encourages him to go to the temple to to reveal himself to the priest that he might be able to worship and give praise to God in the temple. Jesus encourages him to, to, to celebrate and to worship and thank God for what he has done in his life. So the question is, what lesson can we learn from this strange moment at the end of this remarkable encounter and simply I think it's a reminder that if we are to follow Jesus we need to obey him and obeying him means that we need to control our emotions because so often our emotions prevent us from hearing and listening and obeying what Jesus is calling us to do. This whole passage has been emotionally charged. We see the emotion of a leper's desperation. 
we see the emotion of Jesus as he responds. And now we see the emotion after seeing Jesus break through into a man's life. But in the midst of all that wonderful emotion, this man who's seen Jesus do wonderful things for him, fails to listen to what Jesus has asked him to do. He experienced the wonder of Jesus, but he failed to obey Jesus. Jesus has and will do wonderful things throughout our lives. And we should tell people and give him the praise that he is due. But let's not let our emotions drive our response. But may our response always be driven by our obedience to Jesus as our Saviour and our Lord. My heart is lifted when we see people helping one another and being kind to one another, helping people through the tough times in life. But Jesus is able to do more than just help us in the tough times of our lives. Even when we're facing the most hopeless and difficult of situations, he can break through and bring his transformation by the power of his love and his compassion. Not only is he able to break through, but he is willing. So may we continue to obey him. May we put our faith in him that we might see him break through and reveal his hope and his life in our world today. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you and we praise you for who you are. We thank you for Jesus and for all that he has done and can do for us in our lives as we put our trust and our faith in him. We thank you for the cross, that Jesus was willing to go to the cross, that the transformation of this world might be secured once and forevermore. And Lord, we continue to pray that we would see that transformation revealed amongst us and especially in the communities around us right here in North Cambridge. Lord, we thank you that there is no one who is untouchable to you, that you are always willing to reveal your love and your power, to bring your transformation and to break through into our lives. So Lord, we pray that you might help us to continue to put our faith in you just as the man did in this passage. May we obey you, may we trust you, and Lord, may we see the wonderful things that you can do as you break through into our lives today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.